that's where the magic comes from. It's the magic of conviction. That's what all the manifestation talk is about, that you need absolute belief on your side. And every time I have done something with that kind of belief, even if all the odds were stacked against me, I was able to reach my goal. Welcome to On Her Terms, a podcast that helps women nurture their unique personal power and channel it into creating a life that is truly their own. I'm your host, Krati Mehra. Hello, hello. Welcome back to the show. Today's episode is a little different in that I am sharing with you something I am myself in the process of learning. I want to talk about letting your intuition lead as you make important life choices and how to get the universe to conspire in your favor. Now, why I'm talking about this is because in the past year, some actually a lot of things have happened that have led to a lot of introspection to me basically re-examining the process of how I'm making my choices, especially where my business is concerned. And I want to share my learnings with you because the one thing each one of us will be doing for as long as we are alive is making choices. We'll always have to pick one path over the other. And how we make these choices, whether we use our value system or the opinions of the people we trust, or we imitate those who have had most success in our chosen field, or we let our intuition lead, however we make our choices is going to have a profound impact on the quality of our life. So we're going to talk about this today. But first, let me uh, get some announcements out of the way. I've got two announcements for you. The first thing I want to tell you is that this is going to be the last episode of this season. I'll be back with another season. uh, But when I do come back with new episodes, it's not going to be as on her terms. Like the name of the podcast is going to be a different one. And there's going to be a different cover art, of course. And now if you're an old listener of the show, you are probably wondering if I've gone a little crazy (laughs) because I did a rebrand in May itself uh, process that, by the way, cost me a lot of money, time and energy. And here I am planning to do this all over again. But it cannot be helped because a couple of months back, I found out that someone else has the trademark for the name Honor Terms, uh, which means that I have to give back their property and not (laughs) keep using it. So the name has to go. So this development has been very upsetting, obviously. And not only because I have to redo all of this work, but also because it's a very amateurish, embarrassing mistake to make. The podcast agency that was involved in the rebranding process didn't check the availability of the name, and I didn't either. And now we're going to have to pay for that lapse in judgment. So basically, the show is going to take a hiatus. And when I come back with the show, it will be under a new name that will hopefully be announced very soon because we need to let go of this name because, as I said, it's someone else's property and I'm not comfortable using it. So yeah, very soon the show will have a new name and cover art, but I can't exactly tell you when that change will take effect and when we'll be back with a new episode. So those two things are not going to happen at the same time. I'm going to come back with the new episodes when they're good and ready, but the name change is going to take effect very soon. What I suggest is that if you want to stay up to date on all the changes, you can follow me on Instagram or you can subscribe to the newsletter so I can keep you posted. 
Now, this has me quite excited, the change that I'm going to bring to the podcast and getting to do this in a in a way that serves my audience better. That has me very excited. So I've officially gone from being upset and embarrassed about the mistake and about having to redo the branding to actually being quite psyched about it and and trying to like not just give the show a refresh, but like a significant upgrade, hopefully. And there's another reason why this was really... I would say it didn't just upset me, but it shook me a little. And I'll tell you why in just a minute. Okay, I'm going to come back to this. But this actually plays into what this episode is about, about the debate between intuition versus expertise. So we're going to talk about this. But first, I want to share one other thing. The second announcement that I mentioned, and it's that from 26th of September, I'm going to be on YouTube. I will be sharing my content on YouTube and the channel goes live on 26th of September. It will be under my name, of course. And if you follow me on Instagram or if you are a subscriber to the newsletter, you will receive the link to the channel and you'll be able to subscribe. So I'm something else I'm very, very excited about. And one of the reasons why my excitement is so high around YouTube, considering it's just it's quite a lot of work as I'm beginning to understand But what has me excited is because apart from the podcast and the newsletter, Instagram is really the only other platform that I share my content on. And Instagram is, at least for me, frustrating to no end. So I'm really thrilled that I'm getting to do this because YouTube will allow me to be more myself and I'll be able to cover topics in a more comprehensive way. So I love it. And I'm really very excited about it. And I hope... I really hope that you will join me over on YouTube. It will allow me to share content even as the podcast goes on hiatus. So we continue to stay in touch and explore more and more learning, right? Now, coming back to the other important part of this episode, which was that I wanted to discuss the importance of letting intuition lead when you are making important choices, be in your work or personal life. But before we dive into that, I want to say one thing here. I'm someone who is very accepting of failures, mistakes, setbacks. I am doing a lot of things in my life currently that are very unfamiliar to me. They're very new to me. So there are bound to be mistakes. There are going to be some errors of judgment. I'm going to have to learn things and sometimes I'm going to have to do it the hard way. (laughs) So when I talk about intuition, it's not me saying that, yeah, just do whatever you want to do or whatever you think you should do. It's not that. I know a lot of people confuse intuition with what feels good. And that's not what this is about. Hopefully, you know, this discussion will cover all that. Hopefully, I'll be able to explain all of that to you. But I think this is a an important caution that I want to share here. I want to say this just so we have clarity around this very, very important concept. At every point in life, you are going to have failures. In fact, when you fail, when you make mistakes, when you have setbacks, when you fall down and you have to get back up and you have to like really work your ass off to do all of that, it is how you know that you are growing. If everything is going smoothly, if everything is hunky-dory, everything is all happy and all working out in your favor without any hitches whatsoever, I think that could mean you're not taking on anything that challenges you. You're not taking on anything that allows you to up level and grow in a significant way. So let's have this discussion, but let's also remember that we 
at every point in our life. In fact, for good, we need to keep our ego aside and learn from people who know more than we do. We need to read books. We need to watch the YouTube videos, listen to the podcast episodes, go out there, attend conferences, workshops, talk to as many people as we can and open up ourselves to criticism. Also, that is also something very important. When you receive criticism, you have to actually hear what is being said to you and use that to grow. We have to do all of that. Intuition is simply another tool that can help you apply all of that learning, all of that knowledge in a way that serves you better. That's my perspective on this subject. I'm going to share more, but I just don't want you to at any point take anything that I'm sharing with you to mean that You don't need to listen to what is being said outside of you. You have to keep learning, but use your intuition to apply that learning in the best possible way. So I shared with you the name change that's coming for the podcast. And I told you that it didn't just upset me finding out that somebody else has the name and I'm going to have to redo the rebrand again. It shook me. Why? Because I never wanted this name. The name on her terms was something that the podcast agency came up with and it was not a name that I cared about at all. It, it didn't quite capture the essence of my brand or the content I was going to share, but I've been given this advice repeatedly that you have to, before executing anything, you have to validate your ideas. And it makes sense. The advice in itself makes perfect sense. So despite the fact that I didn't quite like the name, I put it in the list and I put it to a vote. And on a terms got the majority votes. It was a group of some 30 people, I think. So when it got the majority votes, I renamed the podcast to Honor Terms. Even though, again, as I said, I didn't want the name. And it wasn't that the name in itself was just not good or anything, but I didn't feel good about going ahead with it. There was just some voice inside my head that was telling me, this is not it, keep looking, I know it's taking time. And picking up names for any content takes a lot of time. It is one of the most time-consuming things I have done in my business, which is crazy. So finally, when we had that list, I was just like happy to get off this project and move on to the next one. So I renamed it and I wasn't happy about it. And now I have to redo the work and basically all the money, time and energy that was invested has kind of gone to waste. But the thing is, the thing that really grabbed my attention as all of this was unfolding was that my intuition told me not to go with the name. And I did it anyways, and I ended up regretting it. But this is one of quite a number of things that have gone wrong for me in the past year. And the only thing all of these decisions, the decisions that went wrong have in common is that my intuition, my inner voice was not on my side as I was making those decisions. And on paper, all of those decisions seemed great. It was just that there was this voice inside my head that was telling me not to do those things. Each and every one of those decisions have cost me. Some cost me money, some led to a lot of aggravation, and some of those decisions cost me my peace of mind, which to me is the most valuable thing. And there is not a damn thing in this world that means more to me than mental peace. That comes from knowing that you're walking the right path. I put that in jeopardy by ignoring what my intuition was telling me. I used marketing agencies that had great reviews, but as I did the first inquiry call with their representative, 
they didn't seem the right fit. They didn't seem trustworthy even, but I went ahead and I invested with them because of the reviews and I regretted it very quickly. But I signed a contract, so I had to see it through. I worked with a coach who told me to follow a specific script during client calls, which is what everyone else is apparently doing. I followed the advice and ended up feeling very sleazy. I also hired a legal firm that I didn't want to work with. But again, on paper, they seemed great. I had no reason not to work with them except, again, for that inner voice telling me to walk away. I didn't. And now I'm grateful that it didn't cost me as much as it could have. These are just a few of many, many examples of things that have gone terribly, terribly wrong every time I've ignored my intuition. And why did I do it? Because I have never been a business owner before and all of it, all that's involved is so new to me that it just seemed better to have some help. It just seemed easier to listen to everyone else than, you know, take risks that were all my own. So I went to all of these coaches and workshops and attended courses and whatnot. And like a good student, I did the homework and I followed the steps. And yes, of course, all of that learning did help. But every time I took an applied advice that didn't feel right, it blew up in my face. Every time. Now, if you've been following my content for a while, or better yet, if you've been a client, you know how much I love being a coach and a content creator. I am truly living my dream life. But by the time this thing with the podcast name happened, I was already feeling like I had stepped into someone else's version of my dream reality. Everything was mine, but all of it felt alien. And when I received the email that made me realize that I'm going to have to rebrand again, I finally said, fuck it and hit pause on everything. I turned off my social media. I went like in hibernation and... Really, I I took stock and I realized that it was just one in a long line of decisions that had failed to pay off. So I had to do some serious thinking about how I wanted to move forward. And yeah, some of you may be thinking that, Krati, what you are describing are teething troubles that really all businesses go through. You're new to the field and you have to pay your dues and learn the ropes and sometimes you have to do it the hard way. And I agree 100%, as I've already shared with you, I'm not scared of failures or making mistakes or learning things the hard way. But the thing is that I have previously made decisions with conviction, with my intuition firmly on my side, taking on unfamiliar things, new projects, new territories, and things worked out spectacularly. Things worked out by my standards really, truly wonderfully. So I've made decisions with my intuition leading the way and I've made decisions with expertise and you know just tried and tested methods and ignoring my intuition and guess which ones worked out and which ones didn't so yes I absolutely do agree you have to learn the ropes and as you do that you're bound to make mistakes but in my case almost every wrong choice I have made up to this point I already knew somewhere inside exactly how it was going to go I already knew it wasn't going to work out for me. I was making the wrong choice. And every time I have allowed my intuition to lead, I have ended up a winner. My intuition is what made me quit my nine to five and go all in with my business. And despite the challenges along the way, and there have been a lot of those, (laughs) I have never been sorry about that decision. Never, not at any point. I'm happy that I made the switch. I'm happy that I'm running a business that is giving me a lot of trouble, but I still, I love it. I love the life that I ended up with. 
And my intuition is what makes me a good coach. And before I started doing marketing, the the expert way, <laughs> it was my intuition that was helping me find ways and techniques that allowed me to attract women who truly needed my help. And all of them became great clients. And together, we were able to create transformations that really served them. I have since been using marketing agencies and marketing methods that are suggested by other coaches and experts. And not only have they not given me quite the results that I wanted, they've actually made me feel not so great about what I'm doing. So there's that. But there's something else that happened, something huge that I credit my intuition for um, several years back. And this is something I've shared on the show before, so I'm not going to go into too much detail here. I've talked about my depression. During that period, I had a breakdown. I was using pain pills to cope with the depression. My body was starting to give up on me and I was having all of these strange mental episodes. So I had a breakdown and I collapsed in the middle of a deserted road. But when I woke up and I was so scared, of course, I woke up on a deserted road, which in itself is scary enough. But also there was this conviction that was coming from within that if I don't fix things in my life now, like right away, something truly terrible is going to happen way worse than what was already going on in my life. So the very next day, I reached out to someone for help. And I kid you not, it was like, as if by magic, people and resources started to show up for me that were exactly what I needed. And in three months, I had given up using medication. My body was healthier than it had ever been before. I was starting to repair my self-esteem, my emotional health, my relationship with my parents. Basically, I got my life back with a significant upgrade. My life was better than it had ever been before. That's how my intuition has served me. And of course, I did the work. I mean, I've never worked harder for anything in my life. But what led me down that path was my intuition. I listened to my inner voice and my faith was paid off magnificently. Now, here's what stands out to me, uh, like the pattern that I've noticed with the decisions I've made based on my intuition. So every time I have listened to my inner voice, when I followed the path that I intuitively know was the right one, I proceeded with a lot, a lot of conviction. And I think that's where the magic comes from. It's the magic of conviction. That's what all the manifestation talk is about, that you need absolute belief on your side. And every time I have done something with that kind of belief, even if all the odds were stacked against me, I was able to reach my goal. And what's more, the going was surprisingly easy. I had to work really hard. Of course, I can't ever remember doing anything in my life that didn't require considerable hard work. But it was easy in the sense that I was able to hit goal after goal. I kept going. Nothing broke me. Nothing broke my confidence. I I took the failures in my stride and I kept going. So whenever I have made decisions with a lot of conviction, the conviction that comes from heeding your inner voice I've had magic on my side and things start to work out one after the other. I'm not saying that I will never again consult experts or try to learn more about running a business. Of course I will. There's really no other way to grow. But I will take that advice and I will adapt it to something that allows my intuition to also jump on board, right? Now, obviously, I have done some research on this intuition versus expertise debate. I want to share with you a few examples of the successes that were built on the strength of intuition, you know, just to give you some inspiration. 
And the first person that comes to mind, and honestly my favorite example, is Oprah Winfrey. And she shared in an interview, and this is a quote from that interview, for all the major moves in my life, to Baltimore, to Chicago, to own my show and to end it, I have trusted my instincts. I take in all the information I can gather. I listen to proposals, ideas, and advice. Then I go with my gut, what my heart feels most strongly. When you don't know what to do, do nothing. Get quiet so you can hear the still small voice, your inner GPS guiding you to true north. And that quote is perfect because it gives you so much information on how instincts work. And it lets you know that one of the biggest success stories in the world credits her accomplishments and her success to her instincts, to her intuition. So Oprah, basically, she quit stable jobs. She moved to different states, took massive risks and launched projects all on the strength of that inner voice. Another example is Steve Jobs and his company, Apple. That was also a product of intuition. And here's something that Steve Jobs shared. This is from the book, Steve Jobs. Intuition is a very powerful thing, more powerful than intellect, in my opinion. That's had a big impact on my work. Richard Branson's Virgin Atlantic, uh, as he talked about it, he mentioned letting intuition lead. And here's what he said. I researched new ideas very thoroughly, asking a lot of people about their experiences and their thoughts. But on many occasions, I have followed my intuition. You can't make decisions based on numbers and reports alone. Albert Einstein was someone else who really strongly believed in intuition. Here's a quote from Albert Einstein. The intuitive mind is a sacred gift and the rational mind is a faithful servant. We have created a society that honors a servant and has forgotten the gift. So your intuition is a gift and you should allow it to make your decisions for you or at least have a very like strong say in the decisions that you make. Now, these are just the most popular examples and the one that I'm aware of. There are a lot of others. There's Henry Ford's We It Engine, Nike's branding, Tim Cook, Bill Gates, Elon Musk, Ratan Tata, and almost every creative genius ever <laughs> who have made the world a more beautiful place all of these people were led and inspired more by intuition than they were by logic or expertise. These successes are very inspiring and very fun to talk about, but something we have to remember that for every success, I bet there are just as many, if not more, stories of failures where intuition-led creators and innovators down the wrong path. And this awareness is what makes hard facts analysis and external validation so attractive. Using tried and tested strategies, confirming our choices by people with more success, the majority vote, all of the, these things, they give you a sense of safety and they give you a structure, more importantly, a structure to work with. It is what made me, and I'm actually a very independent and stubborn person to ever ignore my own instincts, but it is what made me choose the opinions of experts over my own intuition. It made me go with the majority vote, even though I didn't like the name that we had come up for the podcast. So what's better, intuition or expertise? I can only share with you what I have decided for myself. What I have found for myself is that data, facts, knowledge, and experience will always, always matter. But you need to listen to your intuition when you make big leaps. Okay, here's the deal. 
Accessing your intuition in itself, I think, is a skill and it needs to be honed. A lot of the time, what we believe to be our inner voice could just be our need to do the easy thing, right? Just to do the familiar thing. For example, it never feels good to invest large sums of money into a new business, but it has to be done if you want to scale and grow, right? Basically, there are certain decisions that can be purely intuition-driven, but in most cases, you need to support the urgings of your intuition with available information and expertise. As Oprah mentioned, as uh, Richard Branson mentioned, you have to do a very comprehensive research. You have to learn. You have to really get all the information available to you, and then you have to get quiet and you have to listen to your inner voice. You have to notice how you're feeling in your body. You have to meditate on it. You have to take your time and then make a decision based on all of your faculties. Use your intuition, but be smart about it. And as I said, accessing your intuition is a skill. When seasoned entrepreneurs make snap decisions, they rely on their gut to guide them. And they can do that because they've had a lot of practice. I am still learning how to run a business and it's it's various, various components. Yeah, my intuition doesn't have much in the way to offer so far as technicalities of it all is concerned. But when it comes to how I show up, I am from this point forward only going to listen to my intuition. When it comes to who I should trust, my intuition will get the final vote. When it comes to client relations and how I cultivate those, my intuition has the final say. When making branding decisions, your intuition should be the boss and expert opinions the underling. And I think this applies to most creative decisions because creative products appeal to people's emotions and not their logic. So I think what matters here is the energy. The energy that you infuse will determine whether you make a sale or not. I never liked the name I gave my podcast and it ended up costing me. And I think it's law of attraction in action here. Think about it for a second. When we listen to our intuition, till the results roll in, we operate with a lot of positive energy and exuberance because we feel good about what we are doing. So there is no resistance. Our internal environment is on our side, which also means that we vibrate on a higher frequency. And all of that positive energy helps us attract positive results and amplify the good in our life. It also supports what I said about conviction. So if we take the expert advice, but it goes completely against our inner urging, we'll experience a lot of resistance, which will impact the results you generate. So yes, I think... You, you learn as much as you can, you take in as much information as you can, but you make sure that your intuition is also on board before you execute anything. Now, if you are wondering how you can access your intuition, I think meditation is one of the best ways to access it. But something else I think that really helps is cultivating awareness around your physical reactions. Intuition has a lot to do with instinct gut feelings, which, uh, as the name suggests, is connected to our gut. In fact, something I found out during my research is that our gut is directly connected to our brain, and it's lined with more than 100 million nerve cells, and is considered practically a brain itself, or at least the second brain, as it's called. So I'm not suggesting that you consult your stomach when making a decision, but I do believe that it helps to bring awareness to your body and physical energy. 
and notice if they are for or against that decision. And something else that I would suggest here is that have a very, very clear vision. For your intuition to actually guide you, you need to actually know where you're going, what it is that you want out of life. So have a very, 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 very clear vision. The more clarity you have around what you actually want, the easier it will be for you to pick a path that actually serves you and those goals. Then there's meditation, something else that I would recommend here. That's a very, very good tool. Journaling is something else that can help because it is, I think, one of the most practical tools to cultivate awareness around your desires and inclinations. And self-dialoguing, that's something else that really works. So try all of these solutions and do some research and find out what other people are doing that can work for you. These are the the suggestions that made most sense to me. So I decided to share them in the episode, but really just practice, you know, it's a skill like any other and it has to be honed. So check in with your intuition as you make important choices. And eventually, I really believe that you'll be able to tell apart your inner voice from all the other noise. But again, I would just like to repeat that don't do anything without conviction. In my experience, conviction brings with it a buttload of magic. And if you have it, doors will open, opportunities and right people will appear. And you'll still have to work hard, but the load won't feel so heavy. And things really will go in your favor. So bring a lot of conviction to every step that you take towards your goals. Now, before I sign off, the last thing I want to say here is that if nothing else is working, if none of what I've suggested in this episode makes any sense to you, what I'll say is ask yourself one question. Is this the woman I want to be? Making this choice, will it take me closer or further away from the woman I want to be? Is this how I want to show up in the world? Pay attention to the answer you get. And based on that answer, make your next move. Good luck. That's it for today's episode. So did you love it or did you love it? Thank you for joining me today and sharing your time. If you're eager for more, head on over to onhertermspot.com for show notes, guest information, downloads, and more. And if you want to be a part of the conversation, ask questions and share your struggles with other powerful women, join my intimate community over on Facebook. The link will be in the episode description. Until next week, this has been another episode of On Her Terms Podcast.